Hi there and welcome to the podcast Unsaved Stories. I'm your host and my name is Henrik Johansson. This podcast is created by One. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast on saved stories with me, your host, Henrik Johansson. Today, I'm honored to have a fantastic guy from the country that I love more than my own country, Sweden, Latvia, from a place, Livani. I cannot pronounce it right, but Livani, something like that, right? His name is Gatis. Hi hello. there. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Thanks for oh. having me. Oh, it, it's an honor. I heard so much about you. And um, the funny thing is with our guest in this pod, we actually don't give a shit in titles and we don't ask like, who are you? Because then someone answered with the job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do it a little bit different. So Gatis, I would just ask you the first question today. What is so important in your life? That if I take it away from you, I threaten you. Wow, <laughs> that's a that's a good question, right? That's, that, that's like you know, like a shot in the head. <laughs> yeah. um, so important. Wow, let me think. Well, I, I think that you know, there's uh, it's, it's maybe not about a single thing. I think it's more about the um, way of living or life. I yeah. think if if uh, if you would take uh, let's say a freedom for me to make decisions to work with people to help people and uh, I don't know maybe somehow to express my let's call it the talent that yeah. uh, others can benefit from uh, I think then in this case probably I would I would be in a you know deep depression or something like that because <laughs> uh, you know I'm I'm not the ones who is looking for a meaning of life uh in this in this case because i think that the life itself is already a, a huge meaning oh, for me love it yeah. yeah so in this case i think um it's more it's like you know we've been given a wonderful time well we don't know how much time do we have but still we have given a time and i think this is our responsibility challenge and beauty and curse and all the stuff together mixed uh what do we do with this time so in this case, I think that if if you take some bits and pieces pieces from 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 it, uh, it definitely will rearrange somehow itself. Yeah. But uh, I think that firstly that comes into my mind definitely. Yeah, I think that those those people who are close to me, like my family and, and friends, yeah. I think that would be the most painful ones because uh, you know just like two years ago, um, my my father passed away, and that was right. so unexpectedly. So this this uh, dramatically changed my life, how I perceive everyday life issues, mm-hmm. my health, my parents, my house, right. my family, my friends, and so on. So these kind of things really uh, made me to think about life maybe from slightly different perspective. Yeah. I mean, in terms that uh, kind of, you know, I'm just asking to myself every day, what have I done today so that I don't regret it later? I mean. Right. Uh, it's, it's all about stop 
you know, just like stop wasting your time just by scrolling, I don't know, Facebook or, <laughs> or Instagram. I'm, I think that uh, it's all about the content and, you know, just, just like you're, you know, you're making your channel, you're right. putting the content. The same mm-hmm. principle applies to your life. Your, 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 your channel is your life and you fulfill the it. content. Yeah. yeah. So that was amazing. Lot of words. And if I heard you right, I boil it down to like family, really important for you. Definitely, definitely. Yes. definitely. That's that's awesome. I think that is yes. those days that is really good. And then also, like you said, like what is the meaning of life and why live in the past or in the future all the time when the only thing we actually say is the now, because that's the only thing, and the now is already a them. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's a funny thing actually how we perceive time actually. You know, uh when you speak about time, it's always a, related to some kind of physics or yeah. physicality. So this means for example the same like uh I don't know, if you travel uh in a space, I mean from point A to point B, then definitely you spend some time once you move forward or towards yeah. the, the the destination. But, you know, the funny thing is, uh, just imagine for a while, if you could uh, or you would have a possibility to get rid of your body. Yeah. Would time matter in this case? Mm-hmm. Most probably not, because, you know, uh, we are trying to think about time as getting older uh, or, or, I don't know, day and night changes, month right. changes. But, but, but these are such a small, tiny specks in the universe. Yeah. I mean, uh, we are just uh, very, very small. I know even smaller than maybe ants and and others, some creatures down below in the mineral levels or something like that. <laughs> so, I, I mean, this 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 uh, our perception is kind of uh, distorting the understanding of who we are, where we are, and why we are here. Why do you think people are doing that? Because that that like time and clocks, like that has been around like forever, and mm-hmm. that's what we measure. And like you said, like who gives a shit? Because you 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 arrive into this world and 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 you leave and everything is looping and everything is born and it's dying it goes like in loop why is it so important for humanity do you think to because you have like a different kind of view i guess of this uh yeah i I mean i'm not maybe a religious person i'm not the one who's gonna try to believe or run into belief systems i prefer better knowing through my own experience things rather than just believing because I saw this on YouTube or Facebook. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, Big it's always been... Channels. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, you, you see, just uh, humans have always tried to... Um, try to define themselves. Uh, try to maybe um, give a meaning to their existence. Because, yeah. you know, we kind of feel right now very superior to mm-hmm. anything else that is around us. And uh, this is actually a dangerous thing because yeah. once you feel superior, you don't really take into consideration or you don't uh, count with the other creatures or mm-hmm. nature or, or people or whatever. So in this case, you try to build some kind of hierarchy where to exist and where to dominate because, you know, just like, I don't know, lions or, or monkeys, mm-hmm. you know, there are alpha females, alpha males, and they kind of conquer each other's faces and so on. Yeah. And this is kind of, uh, I would say, the instinct level. And if you are uneducated being, and this means that your instincts definitely will rule you or you will be guided by them. Uh, that's why people love sex so much <laughs> since the yeah, very yeah, beginning yeah. of time. So 
but but I mean, this is this is the kind of a things that are being like you know, imagine like DNA or the body, like a construct, universal construct that simply it's reproducing. Just you know, just like you said, it's all looping. Mm-hmm. So this is a background software that we have, and that's okay. We don't have to fight for it. Fight with it. I mean, the problem starts when uh, people uh, don't want to invest time in them. Uh, just you know, just to grow mentally, uh, just to grow spiritually, and I'm not talking about religion in this case. Mm. I'm talking about understanding yourself, your yeah. body, your mind, how it works. Why, why are you the way you are right now? Right. What is the cause trigger that made you like this today? And uh, you know, if we come back to the time, um, in this case, it definitely uh, gives you a sense of. Um, maybe sense of value in some perspective because you know you you can evaluate let's say you've been working in the school for example for i don't know three years let's say right right so in this case you can evaluate some kind of period in your life and say Mm -hmm. okay i have been growing in this xyz area and i've been stagnating or uh, i don't know dropped my knowledge or experience or expertise in a b c d things Right. right? right so in this case this gives you kind of a new point of view where to start your next move and mm. in this case you try to understand are you going for a better life i mean a better person because it's yeah. not about the money or about a car that you buy it's more about your internal uh, kind of feeling and if you feel good about yourself then definitely people around you yeah will, will will love you and you will love them and this is kind of an energy that is you know it's kind of sticky around yeah. and you kind of attach those people to your life and in this case well I, i've got a lot of these questions from kids at school especially because i'm teaching the economics mm-hmm. uh, for the high school kids and they are asking also about the success i mean guys but, what is yeah, yeah. What, yeah what is success in your life car yeah. what great is job because I I read uh, in a book uh, actually last week, and then and that guy he put it like this: like success is actually to find and understand your unique talent and be happy with it. Mm-hmm. Then then you you got the the feeling and 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 the aura of that that is actually success. That is pretty far away from success magazines and, like you said, the money sure. and the career and everything. Right. It's, it's like find actually who you are and what t- talent you got and then be happy with that. And then you will get like, it's like happiness is the same thing. Like everyone was like, a, you know, a happy life and they want to mm-hmm. feel joy. But, but what is that? And it, it comes and it goes. And you have to be, you know, depressed and sorrow and angry to know what happiness and joy and a lucky life is. Because if you don't have one thing, you don't understand the other thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, uh, I don't know who, who, who said that, but there was such an idea that everybody is afraid of night because it's dark. But yeah. if there wouldn't be a night, you wouldn't see a stars. Right. So, yeah, this this kind of idea, you know, it it, it grows out of the. Um, I mean, okay, let, let's let me put it this way. Uh, what people nowadays think about success, and especially young people, they think that it's really all about the external uh, wellness or good being that comes from mm-hmm. outside, appreciation from other people, and all this kind of stuff. But the thing is that as you grow older, well, hopefully you mature mentally, and yeah. in this case, you you kind of try to find out where is the value of life. Mm. So in this case, the success 
well, for for example, I, I've been also, you know, I've been an entrepreneur for nine years uh, back in the days, and uh, I, I really was digging it. But at some point, I really came to the um, to the decision where I had to understand uh, whether I want to keep this way going, just you know, earn money, yeah, or right. I want to grow in other fields and not make a career at all. Yeah. Because when I was an entrepreneur, you know, uh, I, I I was also uh, um, as a spokesperson in many many events and i was always presented as a successful entrepreneur although i didn't thought about myself as a successful but in this case you know this this kind of a success is like a fancy thing fancy word like a like very romantic idea you know oh he's successful because he has a company but once you have that company you work your ass off like 16 hours a day uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you, yeah you don't have time for the family and i mean oh. is this really a success I mean, okay, if you take a look at the balance sheet of your or, or bank account of your company, yeah, but what maybe, is yeah, yeah, maybe that is success at some point. But still, you know, a crisis hits you because I came out of the crisis uh, bankrupt. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. where where is my success, guys? Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I have a beautiful one that um I I love your your town when you are I actually you were born and raised in Livoni, right? You are yeah, like, yeah. okay. I I have been there a couple of times. I love it. My wife is from from uh, that town, and you have some small uh, babushka places uh, where they're like I don't know what the English word is for it, but where they are selling tomatoes and those kind yeah, of yeah, right. local marketplace, local marketplace. I love to go there. Uh, most of the times, so I'm in Dagwa Pils where we live, and that marketplace is awesome. But in Livani also, and when those old ladies are selling the tomatoes and and when i buy it from them and you look into their eyes most of the times you see a spark of life yeah. so it doesn't have to be like they are so freaking happy that i'm buying something but it's just when when i look into their eyes i see they are alive they are real mm-hmm. and and that is like penny and coins right yeah. but it's a, yeah. it's for me it's success they have they have grown the plants and 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 the tomatoes and they're selling it it's like and then I can, you know, the next day be in Riga, sitting with with the, coaching some businessman or something high up in the hierarchy. And they are like so nervous about everything. Like they're checking the phones all the time. Like, and, and, and they are never like where they should be. They're always like somewhere else in their mind because you can see in their eyes that they are not here. But, mm-hmm. but, but then when you, like you said, show it for other people, like who is successful? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see, the in Riga most of the time. Because, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I've been working for six years in General Electric. Uh, yeah. I've been a project manager. I've been product manager. I've been uh, marketing guys since the very beginning when I started to work there. And you know, we were also trying to earn millions. Right. Uh, we, we were trying to, you know, give out as much loans as we can and mm. blah blah blah. And these were kind of a good times uh, to experience, actually, because then you really understand what is the value of money and how it plays a role in your life. Right. Let's say you have, um, let's say you have a cell phone. So the cell phone's function is basically just you know to get in touch with other people. Mm-hmm. You just text the message, you call, you you I don't know, do a video call, whatever you do. So this is the functionality. But what people are really trying to spend money on is uh, to buy things that has uh, a big brand name on it or, or yeah, simply right. just cost insane money. <laughs> so the, the idea behind that is not about the 
excelled functionality or superior functionality, yeah. whatever it is, right? But it's more about the idea that how I will feel when my right. friends, my colleagues will see that I'm going to take out of my pocket the latest yeah. whatever the phone I have. Mm -hmm. So in this case, uh, this really tells me about the people, things that, you know, there's some kind of uh, maybe childhood drama or, or trauma that's been within the kid. Yeah. And now it's try to, you know, uh, somehow rearrange through the life or compensate something. And uh, in this case, uh, this really tells me about the people that uh, something has been missing or these people have lost the connection with themselves. Yeah. And in this case, it's really, it's like in an empty life, you know, living an empty life. And what you mentioned about those old uh, ladies and grannies uh, selling tomatoes, you see, that's the thing. They understand, maybe not right. consciously, yeah. but maybe subconsciously, they understand yeah. that time is ticking. Yeah. Life is fading away. Yeah. Uh, they are not having uh, or, or getting more health than before, <laughs> right? So in this case, what they try to do is to experience those good moments. Yeah. Because those good small moments, this interaction with other people, it's not about the money. They will never mm -hmm. become rich by selling tomatoes. But it's just a few words about this experience because you can probably uh, imagine what it would look like once you leave with your tomatoes. You right. spend, I don't know, maybe two euros for the yeah, two yeah, kilos yeah, yeah. of tomatoes. <laughs> but once you leave, you I, I think you even don't realize what kind of a rumor and noise is going around. You know what? Yeah. An yeah, Englishman yeah, yeah. bought the tomatoes yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And this, this, this gives a positive emotion and yeah. this motivates them a lot. And, and in this case, it's not about just you, you buying tomato. It's about you touching their lives. Right. And once you touch their lives, then you definitely make those lives more richer. And, and there's no time for being ill anymore no, because right. I need to grow more tomatoes, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, about that, that. Yeah. So do you actually think that what you said with, with those like traumas things that it's the new generation because you're you're also now we 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 can take some of your titles because you have a lot of them but but as a principal and working with schools and kids and all of that do you actually think that kids of today from you know any age think that luck comes from the outside i think that yes uh, maybe 10% definitely uh, find that within themselves already or have found it already. Uh, but mostly cases what I see, and I'm not going kind of uh, speak about those cases where it's really, really critical. Mm, but no. I mean, on, on general, the, the, the gray mass, let's call mm -hmm. it like this, uh, what we produce out of the education system, definitely they are looking for appreciation from outside. Yeah. And... Uh, there's a reason for that actually first of all they subconsciously they copy and reproduce the program that's been taught and yeah. uh, you know given them by their parents right maybe let's say for example if the family is broken the parents have divorced then this is one case yeah. if the parents are always busy at work and just throwing money to kids you know buy whatever you need why yeah. whatever you want you just yeah. buy right just leave me alone because I might have my next Zoom meeting coming in. So in this case, that's another scenario. And those family cases are so many and so different in, uh, from another. So in this case, I think that, yes, they want, and especially the last year when we uh, were teaching the, or studying through the um, pandemics uh, and all, all the stuff, uh, it really uh, clearly showed that those situations at home are not controlled. Right. Uh, they have unlimited uh, screen time. Uh, they don't eat properly. 
they don't uh, take physical activities mm -hmm. enough. And what the most painful thing uh, to me, I think, is that they don't experience learning process together right. with their peers, right? right? So I think this is the biggest pitfall. And uh, in this case, uh, you know, as a, as a principal or, this, or as a school, we can't really help them. Mm. Because legislation is one thing. They're just saying, you know, uh, don't try to come to school or, or, or don't think about studying uh, in, a, in the same classroom, whatever, even if you have done your tests uh, and so on. But in this case, it's really, it's really painful because, uh, for example, in June, sorry, in June, in June, yeah. um, we had a graduation for 12th grade. Mm -hmm. So basically, these kids, they started to learn uh, this, in, in distant um, and learning process yeah. since they were in uh, 11th grade so more than uh, probably around one and a half year they have been studying separately from each from another yeah so and what we found out and i also i, I wrote the master's degree on this subject actually about our school uh that the problem is that these kids they th th this um uh, online learning through zoom platform or whatever yeah. else platform it's not appealing for them no. it's not interesting so no. basically the, the the most common situations is like for example you know a uh, teacher is speaking through the zoom lesson and uh she hears a background noise yeah and she right. asks guys what what's what's that what's that and then suddenly one guy says oh i'm just walking my dog in their own city yeah you know? yeah, yeah yeah of course so don't pay attention i'm listening to you i'm listening to you yeah. so the, the, the lesson becomes like a one-man stand-up show. Yeah. And definitely, it's, this is not a learning because learning means that you experience, you yeah. participate in yeah. that. But by just sitting and listening, you're not participating. You're just right. passively observing. Mm. But once you observe it, you will never learn it. No. That's, that, that's as simple as that. So yeah. I think whatever technology comes into place or, or help, uh, definitely the concept of teacher and child will yeah. never be reinvented it's, it's, no. it's as simple as that and is the most effective way how to work with kids yeah no i i am um, i had another guest uh in the pod uh kari hamanan a really good friend of mine he's starting working with computers 85 in mm -hmm. schools like <laughs> For me, that's amazing. Wow. <laughs> like, I didn't even know it was computers 85. <laughs> he was like one of the first guy in Finland. Uh, and he had been working. We had the sport academy together and a couple of other things. And as I said, we are we are really good friends. And 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 he say the same things like like you. And 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 he this year, even knowing everything about computer and teaching and all of that, he said, nature, nature teach you everything. So sure. he brought his kids because he's like an old guy now, not old guy, but older and he's landing. So he's like in a small school now with the kids again, just wrapping the thing around. And he just brought them out to nature because he said like, mm -hmm. whatever, you know, it, everything goes in circles. And this year I learned computers. Okay. Nature. That's life. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's 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 beautiful. Something else. You are also a rocker. What is the best riff ever? <laughs> oh smoke, god! It's not allowed to say uh, smoke of the water. It's not allowed. <laughs> um, you know, actually, it's a funny thing. Uh, I mean, how I came to rock music because yeah, uh, tell us. Uh, the story goes like this. Um, since I was a kid, I don't know why I fell in love with the music. And um, 
my parents had the uh, tape uh, tape machine, uh, reel to reel tape machine. The cassette, the cassette players? No, 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 the, the reels with a big one. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oi, oi, oi. <laughs> uh, I, I just don't remember what what was the brand name, but something from Soviet uh, times, something Soviet manufactured. Right. And uh, basically, what I was hypnotized about was that idea that something is spinning. Yeah, and as you observe the spinning on one side, the tapes gets you know fulfilled. It's, it's, it's more and more tape getting there till it's, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. till it ends. Uh, and uh, I even don't remember what kind of a music they played there. I think probably something like pop music or something like that of that yeah. time or seventies music. Mm -hmm. So um, I was fascinated by that. And uh, actually, I don't really remember my childhood clearly, but there are some moments that I really understand and uh, still remember to this day. And I remember that when we were living in an apartment before we built a house, uh, I, was, uh, I was really curious about the tape machine. And there were several times where I damaged the tapes because, yeah, you know, right. I wanted to pinch yeah, something yeah, yeah. and turn, twist and so on. So what they did, they put the uh, tape machine on the shelf high up on the shelf so that I can reach it. And if, if they, if parents had a necessity, for example, to go to work, so yeah. what they do, they simply put the tape on yeah. <laughs> and leave me alone in the house. Yeah. So I'm sitting on a couch and I'm just I'm simply watching. It's not it's like a meditation. And I'm just watching how those reels are spinning. Yeah. Back uh, or, or later then when I was on a maybe third grade, uh, all of a sudden, I, I figured out that I need to go to music school and I want to learn some kind of uh, instrument. And uh, at that time, that was accordion because I saw somebody playing accordion and I thought, wow, yeah. this would be a cool stuff. And okay, the music so school, just so I understand it right, that is like something actually in your society. Like you, it's, it, it was uh, it for free. Like was everyone going to music school or... Not really. I would say that this is probably, uh, you know, there, there was a lot of people who were self-taught musicians back in the days. Yeah. Uh, so, for example, if, if somebody started to attend the music school, then most likely they would quit after the first year. Yeah. So due to financial reasons, due to other reasons. So, yeah. But in this case, uh, I decided that, yeah, I need to I need to go to and learn learn the musical instrument. So I played um, like seven years uh, for, wow. for, for the music school because uh, four years I was studying there and three years I played in, in an orchestra yeah. of the local right. school uh, till the ninth grade when I left uh, Livon and went to Riga for, for further studies. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and, you know, and this music simply went on and I had the uh, deal with my parents. If right. I finish the music school, if I graduated, I would get a synthesizer. Oh. So I, I, <laughs> and the first synthesizer that I got, uh, I graduated, I think eighth grade i believe it was and uh, i got the casio synthesizer and that yeah. was heaven for me wow uh basically i was playing it everywhere and and actually uh, i was uh, doing first uh, parties for, for for ladies over 50 60 yeah, <laughs> so, yeah 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 Good. so i, I kind of started my career as a musician mm -hmm. uh and uh so yeah and, and then i somehow somehow met other people fellows uh, friends and we started to kind of play around with the musical instruments and i decided that you know uh I heard, I heard, I remember uh, this was kind of uh, also first techno releases from Germany. Yeah. Uh, 
my cousin is, is a still he's still is a DJ and uh, he brought to my brother gave some kind of a techno uh, compilations uh-huh. and, and I and I was figuring out wow who is Westbam I have no yeah. idea uh, what is Mayday no idea but it sounds damn good yeah and I, and I kind of tried to reproduce the, the same things or the same ideas and concepts on my synthesizer wow. of course it was a crappy synthesizer I couldn't uh, mm-hmm. do a lot of things with it but still I had this idea that I, I need to figure out how it's how it's made wow and then as the time passed by uh, when I started uh, first year in university um, I, I decided that I need to find a job and uh, and, and uh, buy decks so yeah. they can play vinyl records and then i started to buy vinyl records and i became a dj and i was playing techno music house music electro music drum and bass and because you know it wasn't about a specific genre it was more about the dance culture that was uh, very hyped back then and yeah. all this yeah and and you know this this kind of um this this idea of unity where you know you see a yeah, lot of people it. simply dancing in a single yeah, rhythm yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, this brought me the idea that I need to start to produce uh, something for myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, many years later, I um, established my own label. And uh, I started to release uh, techno music, electro music uh, on a vinyl. Uh, before that, I also had another releases uh, re- done in uh, Germany, France, uh, Italy, UK, Spain. Spain. And, uh, you know, but these were kind of a random compilations. And uh, this just simply gave me the uh, kind of, uh, you know, like, like indication that I'm going to the right direction. Right. And uh, till 2008, when the crisis hit everybody so hard, yeah. uh, I went bankrupt uh, mm-hmm. because there's, I had a partner from England who simply, you know, kicked me out of the business, uh, grabbed all the money and all the record releases right. <laughs> and disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, no, I, I could, you know, go to court and try to fight for my yeah. right, but uh, that wasn't uh, worth wow. for that money that, that I had to spend. So, uh, but yeah, I, and, and, um, and I was still kind of, uh, you know, doing a lot of things. And I thought, uh, well, electronics is one thing, but uh, how about trying to learn something completely different, like guitar? Right. And in this case, uh, I um, maybe, you know, there's such a band called Winery Dogs. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and there's this uh, guitar player, uh, Richie Kotzen. Hmm. I, I've never heard of him anything, but he's like legend from 80s. And I saw a Japan, uh, I think it was from Japan, live recording. Uh, It's also on YouTube available. And Mm. simply it blew my mind that guy is playing with the fingers electric guitar. And I thought to myself, God damn, this is so cool. And and I started to, you know, uh, write some kind of a rock licks and all this kind of stuff. And and, then also my bandmates appeared shortly afterwards around with the same idea that you know let's make something original something ours something that is made in living is something that we could show to the world yeah. and yeah in, and, and then back in uh, 2018 we released our first uh, album full album on vinyl and on, on a cd as well and digitally as well so it's called durvis atvatas or the doors are opened in translation right. yeah so it's available also on all streaming platforms and so on and uh, just uh, this year on on um, beginning of may we released our second album and mm-hmm. we're also trying to get it on, on on the vinyl as well so this is how it came to the rock music and uh, you know it's, it's not really about the genre that i'm doing it's more about the energy that we are encoding i was just that. going to say because yeah. now you 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 you're speeding words like in a speed and and i i got like in your story 
And I think it's so amazing that you go from like techno and that kind of things, and then you're ending up and the accordion, of course, that you started with. And, and then into this, uh, I have actually heard your band and you're really good. I love it. Thanks. It's good music. And, and I would say it's about emotions. It's about colors. It's about pictures. It's about life. It's about so much more. And I think that is such opportunity today uh, that you can do so much combining art, dance, drama, music, and put it together. So well, you see, this is funny... like like old shit, you know. But it's also <laughs> like coming back, and that, that's why it my is. kids also, my son, they they release like uh, they've done a couple of records and. The biggest thing for them is to put together the vinyl because that is like yeah. and the thank you list on the cover and that's what they're really into. But I love yeah. what you are saying because this is so amazing that it's so much more than just music. It's, it's yeah, I mean, if if you take a, on a broader from a broader perspective, uh, let's say when you come into this world, the music is integral part of it. You know, everybody is joyfully yeah. playing, singing, and all the stuff because because a new life is born. Right. Even if you die at cemetery, yeah, yeah, someone's yeah. playing music. <laughs> so, so you can't really get rid of the music because I, yeah. I think this is a, like another language. Because uh, those artists who are kind of uh, sticking only to one genre, I think this is uh, too narrow-minded actually. Yeah. Because I'm listening to all music, even to folk music, even to Deutschschlager, yeah, because yeah. Uh, it's it's really like you said, it's it's not about only the message or the instrumental arrangement. No, but it's more about for me about the tonal spectrum. It's about the sound texture. It's yeah. about the sound signature. And you know what what I'm looking for? I'm not looking for let's say a specific uh, guitar tone or synthesizer mm. tone. I'm looking for these uh, translation moments. For example, if you're making a, a music or a song, let's say you're making a track. So in this case, when I'm listening to it, I'm, I'm trying to understand, is it coming through you or you're just simply producing it because you have to, you just yeah. make a product. Right. And we have a lot of products made out there. That's, that's the reason why this music is simply, you know, two weeks and we have a new head, two weeks yeah. and we have a new head, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm looking for those eternity moments where you simply just, I don't know, put, put let's say uh, Michael Jackson, Billie Jean. When yeah. you have, hear those first beats, you simply yeah. recognize that, you know what it is. Mm -hmm. And it sounds good even today, although it was written back in the eighties. Right. So I'm, I'm looking for these kind of qualities. And in this case, I think that if you're truly sincere, then you can really feel and, and you know, the question that I'm always asking to myself, am I playing? Or somebody is playing through me, yeah, you know. Yeah, and maybe I'm just a, maybe just a medium in this yeah. uh, reality that's yeah. simply translating, you know, just just conducting electricity, <laughs> electrons, or something else, uh, just so that this this result comes out and touches many people. Because yeah. I think the the highest point in all this is that you know if your music is inspiring and touching other people's lives. And this is the most, most, uh, let's say, the highest point yeah. or the nirvana that you can reach mm -hmm. as, as an artist. Yeah. So this is... Like so that. something, your belief is that something is actually, you know, generated through you and out and touching people. I'm an artist by myself. And, and sometimes when I have painted, like a big oil painting, for example, and I finish it up like late at night and, and I go up and I sleep and... Then in the morning, I'm, I'm coming up, going for coffee, and I check my studio and where I... It's like, who the fuck has done that? 
Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. Because, because I will see, never I will never start to paint stuff because I will ruin it. That's yes, really yes. Like, Actually, this is this is one of the quality criteria for me because when I finish the track, uh, yeah. what I do, I, I leave it uh, for let's say a month or two. Or let's say yeah. I, I make a, I made a demo. Uh, I made a new demo and I'm and I'm just you know leave it for the history. And after a few months I come back and listen to this and, and I really started thinking about it. Did I really wrote this? Yes. Or what, what was happening? <laughs> and, and and actually, I think this is the um, the right path for the artist. Yeah. It's not about being, you know, like uh, determining goals. You know, mm -hmm. I need to be there, there, there in my life or in my mm -hmm. career as an artist. No, I think once you are in the artist, it's always about the journey. Yeah. So you always constantly have to be in journey without destination. Because right. once you have reached a destination, you stop. You know, yeah. I've reached my destination. That's yeah. that's yeah. it, right? But when you when you just uh, living this journey, then you definitely just observe how far you can go with this body, yeah. in this reality, with those people, with those circumstances. Yeah. How far you can go, yeah. and I think this is the 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 biggest um, kind of say the benefit where you connect to some kind of higher existence. I don't know, universe or God, yeah. whatever you call yeah. it. Uh, but there is really something that is, you know, streaming through us. And once you get in touch with this higher existence, mm -hmm. then you can truly say that, yes, my life is rich. Yeah. I'm, I'm truly blessed. You know, yeah. this is the real blessing. No, I think I think you, you wrap it up pretty good. What we have been uh, talking about that, you know, everything is like recycling itself. And it's just to be open minded and be in the whatever the now is. And, and and just be a part of life, but also be aware of that this is actually the life that I have. So I better do whatever I do with it because this is what it is. And and yep. then I can believe and I can have faith and I can have a lot of other things. I can have success whatsoever. But if I drink coffee and I actually don't feel that it is coffee, you know, then something is wrong in my life. Like I, I have to be aware of what I'm doing. And this was amazing to hear so so many interesting um, uh, perspective of, of life and everything and, and we could continue to talk uh, for hours probably but we will not uh, but just one rumor that goes around is that Livani is like one of the best places to move to in Latvia that wow. was new <laughs> for, for, for families with kids and everything because your school uh, your environment is so good. What is the best thing? Because you moved to Riga, you have been around a lot, you travel yeah. and everything, but you, you choose to settle down in this little beautiful town with one long, big road through it. <laughs> why, yeah. why? Just give us a short one on that. Why leave on? Um, well, for me, why leave on? The answer would be like, uh, I truly believe that not in aliens, not in investors or big money will make our city great. I think it's all upon ourselves. Yeah. Uh, if we invest our time, effort, knowledge, experience, whatever else we have, then definitely we can make this place better for our kids. Yeah. And the, the main uh, challenge is, uh, you know, to make this place or, or build this place at such level where our kids are willing to come back after years once they, you know, go somewhere else around the globe. And I think this is the, one of the, the, the main reasons why I came back because this this is my place. This is my house because Good. I wouldn't be who I am right now if I was living in London or, or Italy, yeah. whatever else, right? So uh, so this would be the short answer of myself. But on the global scale, why Livani? 
Wow, this is a tough one, actually. <laughs> we <laughs> because, started uh, with a tough question and we end with yeah. it. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, I need to think about that. Uh, I think I think the motivation for it, you know, the motivation would be very different for or, or vary from person to person, definitely. Yeah. But in this case, I think that uh, if you try to be happy in, in, in your life, then don't think about happiness as an right. act or something to reach or something to download or drink mm -hmm. or eat. Mm -hmm. Think about happiness as the fundamental necessity of your existence. Yeah. So in this case, if you want to try try the dynamics of life and try to balance it out with a, some kind of inner peace, then I think that this is something that we haven't lived in because 10 minutes from city, you walk, you have a wood, you oh, have yeah, a river, yeah, you beautiful. have a lake, you have a, a center of the city where you all this blah, blah, blah is happening and all this buzz yeah. is going on. And instantly you can simply just like switch through those environments. And I think this is all, uh, you know, it's, it, you don't spend an hour traveling to the woods or to the rivers oh, and so right. on, right? In just a few minutes of walk or, or drive. So I think this, this is the uh, beauty of, of small city. And that's why I choose to live here and stay here. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Gottis. This was uh, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and I really hope we will see each other pretty soon yeah. to, to home to Latvia and uh, of course I will visit uh, this beautiful town and see what's what's up thank okay. you so, so you much <laughs> thank yes you. Thank you. okay Yeah, okay, that was the interview with Gatis, a guy from Livani. Alright, you have been listening to our podcast Unsaved Stories. And if you want to reach us for feedback or something else, just send us an email to info at meu.one. Take care of yourself. <laughs>